0: When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 6, Episode 16, chapter titled,
1: Baby Valentine.
0: Had to look took one note and you didn't remember what it was
1: (laughs) i had it in my head and then immediately started second guessing whether it was valentine baby so i like to think this
0: this episode's in the baby driver universe
1: i love baby driver
0: me too by the way i'm alden i'm tanya i'm the boy i'm the girl and we love baby driver (laughs) (laughs) um tanya yes Have you ever been pregnant before? (laughs) You ever had a baby?
1: I've had two of them.
0: Do you ever, like... You ever pregnant?
1: I was pregnant twice. Well, I was... I was fully pregnant all the way through twice.
0: Well said. Um,
1: Have you ever been pregnant? No. Is that something you want?
0: I've always wondered what it's like.
1: No, don't.
0: Like... (laughs) Well, but I want to know, like, what it, like, it's, like, it's so weird to have this sensation that you know you'll never experience, and, like, you have no base of reference for Like, somebody can tell me how terrible it is, but I don't really know. And, um, there's the whole, like, back and forth that people will go through, like, is it, is it worse to kick in the balls, or is it worse to have a baby? Um, and no one knows that answer, and I would love to know that answer.
1: Well, I know that answer.
0: You have never been kicked in the balls, so you do not know that answer.
1: Well, when you get kicked in the balls, it doesn't last for like up to 12 hours. Yeah, but that's not
0: the the conversation. Whether the pain itself is worse, and you don't know that answer. Like, you don't. That's and, true. And you're very...
1: That's true, whether the pain is worse, but... Right. No with I'm, labor you have to endure it for hours. And
0: see right now what this is what this is this is a like a discussion or a debate because nobody knows the answer. Mm-hmm. I would like to know the answer.
1: Well, you never will.
0: I like to know things. No one ever will. And this is a thing that I don't know.
1: You can't know it.
0: I know it sucks.
1: I'm, it doesn't suck that badly.
0: I mean I don't want to have a baby. And I certainly am not at the point in my life where I want another baby, so that would be pretty fucked up. If I was like, hello, little baby, by the way, just had you so I could know what it felt like.
1: Yeah. No, that would be terrible.
0: Poor kid. I feel yeah. bad for this baby.
1: <laughs> Don't worry. I'll take care of him.
0: Okay. Um, what's it like having a baby?
1: Um, Terrifying. How? And painful.
0: Um. How true is it that, like, that feeling of, like, oh, I'm I'm so fat, like, this, this, that Amy goes through this whole episode, like, is that a thing that pregnant women deal with a lot, or do you just kind of accept, like, I'm building a baby, dude.
1: I didn't feel that way, and I was huge, like, like, especially Finley was gigantic, but there is so much more going on right. when you're pregnant. Right. That the thought of, like, my body size was not at the forefront of my brain. Good. Ever. Yeah. Like, it couldn't be. There's, like, I was still working full time in retail and, and having to go to doctor's appointments and make sure I was eating things that would be good for the baby. Like, there's... And you're literally growing another human being inside of your own body. Yeah. Like, the last thing I'm thinking about is, ooh, I'm huge. Right. The only time I ever thought about it was when I had to figure out what to wear.
0: Mm.
1: But it wasn't like a, oh, I feel so fat. Like, I kind of, the the body part of it, I loved. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved the fact that there was, like, another human it's just so bizarre.
0: Yeah, no, it's crazy.
1: Like the way that we procreate is bizarre. So I don't know. And then there was the like C sections, and C sections are terrifying mm-hmm. and and, and you're, painful. You're,
0: you're awake for them, right? like yes, it's you're just awake like, for them. Hey, we're cutting. We're my hands in you right now.
1: So fun story. When I was having Caden. <laughs> My C-section was an emergency C-section. I had been in labor for like a day and a half. This isn't
0: a fun story at no, all. No, it's a
1: very fun story because they gave me my like spinal tap, like anesthesia, whatever it's called. I love called. that
0: movie. Turn it up to 11. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they had given it to me while I was in labor and they were expecting me to push and like have the baby. And six hours or something like that after, I mean, it was it was quite a few hours. It probably wasn't six, because I think they would have given me another dose at that point. But somewhere down the line, they, they realized that I had to have an emergency C-section because he was not going to just be born. And I'm laying on the table. They have me cut open. They had Caden is born. He's wonderful. He's perfect. He's fine. And then they're like, all right, we're going to have to take out the placenta and then where you have to massage your uterus. So they like tell me this and I can feel them taking things out of my body. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't think I'm supposed to be feeling these things. They said I might feel some pressure or whatever. The anesthesia started wearing off Mm. while I was still open on the table and I could feel them massaging my uterus and it was toe curling pain I, like, lifted my back off the table. It was awful. And then I went and had another kid.
0: Yeah, that's crazy that you did that.
1: (laughs) I know. But, yeah, like, it's terrifying, and it's painful, and it's great, but it is, it's not a pleasant experience by any stretch of the imagination. Right. So. Fascinating. Yeah.
0: Just want to try it.
1: No, you don't. (laughs) Like, I don't want to experience what it's like to have Crohn's. So I don't like I don't want to experience that at all. Right. You should also not want to experience childbirth. Because no matter which way it goes, whether it's like natural childbirth, C-section, whatever. It's not it's not fun. Right. Right. And it takes hours out of your day <laughs>
0: oh the, the the that wasn't a joke that she just did that wasn't a joke that she just did. She was very upset, I'm sure, about losing hours out of her day um because
1: well, you can't do anything. no
0: I get it no, I get what you're saying, but it's kind of kind of uh ridiculous <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways. um,
0: anyways. Okay. I didn't know that about you, that you had two kids.
1: Have you ever had a kid?
0: What? Have you ever had a kid? No, we just talked about this. I'd like to. Hmm. You just asked me the same question. No,
1: I asked you if you'd ever been pregnant.
0: I mean, I I had a child, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It was pretty easy for me. (laughs) (laughs) Overall, the experience went well.
1: I would so much rather be the person standing beside the person having the baby just like rooting for them and like crying when the baby's born and like all of that stuff. I would love to do that instead of actually birth a child.
0: Yeah. I'm sure.
1: Oh, let's let's have a freaky friday.
0: Okay? I've I would I desperately would love a freaky friday.
1: Then what would we do with the baby?
0: Give it to a listener. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, class. <laughs> We're doing a giveaway. Uh-huh. Alden's baby. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. None of this is real. He can't have a baby. He doesn't have ovaries.
0: You figured it out. Anyway. What this have you been watching? Well. <laughs> what have you been watching, Tanya?
1: I haven't really been watching anything until shit. Until last night, Uh yesterday I had a conversation with my friend at work where he was like, I need a new show to watch. I've been watching nothing but anime. Do you have any recommendations? So we were talking about a few different shows, and then I realized I thought he should watch The Irregulars because I really, really liked that, and not many people know about that show on Netflix. So he was like, and you have got to watch Castlevania. Like, I know you said you just started it, your husband started it. I think it's time for you guys to watch it. So that's what we did last night. And what's really well, funny about that. Yeah, I was about to that, say. Is that I told Alden to pick a show and I didn't say, oh, we should watch Castlevania. No, not he at all. He just picked it.
0: Yeah, I've been thinking about rewatching it lately uh, or, or trying to watch it again lately. Because I, I, I watched the first four episodes, but I was. Which I watched, is
1: the first season.
0: But I watched them while I was doing other stuff. And I, it never grabbed me. But it's 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 absolutely not a show you can watch while you're doing anything else. No because way. Because if, uh, if you don't pay attention for a minute and a half, then you don't know why they're doing what they're doing. Like, mm-hmm. there's constantly stuff happening.
1: It is also one of the shows that you need to have subtitles on for, like, or closed captions on for, because people are, like, yelling and stuff. And you might not even be paying attention to what they are saying, but it's in the captions. And I found last night when we were watching it, that was important. Mm. But it's amazing.
0: Yeah, we got through season one last night. So we got to
1: speed through this podcast so we can watch some more.
0: Let's see how that goes. (laughs) Um, It took
1: me like 35 minutes to explain what having a baby is like.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Now we have to talk about, you know what else we watched?
1: What do we watch?
0: You watch Boy Meets World, season six, episode 16, chapter titled?
1: Baby Valentine.
0: Yeah. Good job.
1: <laughs> I didn't look this time.
0: Um, And I'm going to need you to go ahead and blur me up.
1: That was lovely. Thanks. The blurb for this episode is Corey's special plans for Valentine's Day are in trouble. <gasps> What does that trouble, mean? trouble with the capital T? T for Tanya?
0: No, T for trouble. Mm. It's I already said what word it was. Everything's not it, about you.
1: It is. It has to be. Why? Why else would we be here if it isn't about me?
0: This episode is di- is is directed by David Kendall, and it was written by Patty Carr and Laura Olson. Hmm. Now Patty Carr. Previously, has written with Laura Reynolds, oh. so I'm assuming Laura Reynolds is Laura Olson, or Patty Carr only likes people named Laura. So
1: and Eric doesn't Patty Carr love Eric?
0: No, that's Barbie Feldman. Oh, Barbie loves El- uh, Eric.
1: That's right. I thought Patty Carr loved him.
0: Anyway, classroom and not, Tanya. Not. I don't even know why I ask anymore. Classroom or not is not.
1: We are not in the classroom. We are in the Matthews living room. Gasp. Why are we in the Matthews living room? Doesn't he have a dorm?
0: That's true, but maybe they got the week off for Valentine's Day.
1: That's not how Valentine's (laughs) Day works.
0: But you see Corey talking on the phone and he's like whispering sweet nothings. I mean, he's, he's being super sweet. And then it cuts to whoever he's talking to on the other line. You assume it's Topanga. It's not. It's Sean.
1: Yeah. And Sean is at a pay phone and there's all these people behind him. And and he's
0: like in the, you could tell he's like in the heartland. Like he's, he's got three dudes behind him in cowboy boots and and cowboy hats, like beards.
1: Mm -hmm. And Corey has basically uh, talked about what Valentine's plans he has. And then he's like. And this is what I'm going to wear for Valentine's Day. And he's like, what are you wearing? And that's when it pans over to Sean. And Sean's like, I'm wearing like whatever he was wearing, like a polo shirt and a pair of jeans or whatever it was. And um, Sean's just like, you know, I don't ca- like Valentine's Day is your thing. It is not my thing. I'm not into it. Corey says something about Angela. Yeah, like, he's
0: like, oh, because of Angela?
1: Like, no, Corey, he's never been into Valentine's Day. We've been over this in almost every season. Yeah, he's not into it.
0: He got kidnapped by three ex-girlfriends.
1: Right. Um. So, Sean is like, "Well, I gotta go. There's a bunch of cowboys waiting in line behind me." And Corey's like, "Okay, I miss you." And Sean like looks behind him. He's like, "Okay." Have a good day. Bye. And Corey's like, hey, why won't you say it? You're not going to say it? And Sean's like, say what? He's like, that that you miss me. You don't miss me? And Sean's just like, "I, I can't talk right now. And the guys behind him are like, there's nothing wrong with a dude telling another dude, happy Valentine's Day. We tell each other all the time. And then one guy pulls out a box of chocolate. He's like, here, I got this for you and gives it to another guy. And it's so good. It's
0: super fantastic. Um, They obviously watch Boy Meets World and are okay with the, the two men who are close. Right. Or three men who are close in this case.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So Sean ends up saying, happy Valentine's Day, Corey. He doesn't say he misses him still.
1: Because no. he probably doesn't. He
0: probably doesn't. And Corey's like, happy Valentine's Day, Sean.
1: Sean feels free for the first time in his life mm-hmm. right now. Sean's
0: like, this is what it's like to actually be single? <laughs> so they get off the phone. Topanga comes in mm-hmm. with Morgan in tow.
1: And Corey's like, where have you been? I thought we were going to talk about our Valentine's plans. And she's like, oh, I had to pick Morgan up from school. And Corey's like, what? Why did you have to pick Morgan up from school? Like, we're supposed to be talking about Valentine's Day. It's the day before Valentine's Day. This is important. And Morgan's, Morgan comes in. She's forlorn. She's like, Mom forgot about me again. And she goes, she sits down. She's like, she also forgot that I need a Valentine's for my Valentine's party. And now, what What was the kid's name? I don't name? remember the
0: kid's name. I want to say We're going to
1: say Bobby Reynolds. Yeah, I was
0: going to say Bobby or something.
1: Bobby Reynolds or Bobby Powell or something like that thinks that she doesn't like him now and won't invite her to his Valentine's party. Yeah. Valentine's is big and she's in super Philadelphia.
0: She's super upset about it. Yeah. Uh, she is like devastated. Poor Morgan.
1: I know, and she's very forlorn and Topanga is being very kind to her oh, yeah. and she's just like, you know what we should do? And Corey's just like, No. No. And she's like, Morgan, would you like to spend Valentine's with us? And he's like, no, why do you hate me? Like, he just flips out. Mm-hmm. And then Amy and Alan and Eric yeah. <laughs> come in the front door. And Amy is kind of complaining that Alan told her that she was huge. And it's upsetting. And Eric... Well,
0: he laughed because she put on an orange dress. And Eric goes, you look like the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown.
1: And, and, uh, Amy goes to sit on the couch and they're still like cracking jokes about her size, which maybe that's why I never had to deal with it. Cause like no one was cracking jokes about how big I was. I don't think they would dare. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're like cracking jokes about how big she is. And, um, Amy's just like, do you still love me? She
0: says, my thighs Oh my thighs are my inner thighs are rubbing together like a human cricket, and Eric goes,
1: "Oh, my mommy
0: said inner thighs and she goes, Do you still love me obviously to Alan and Eric immediately responds and goes, No <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Alan's like okay whatever she's talking to me and he's like of course I love you see I got you this Valentine's gift And he gives her this like giant heart that you assume is chocolates she opens it up it is dried fruit another fun fact about me when I was pregnant with Finley all I wanted to do was eat dried apricots that would have been the best Valentine's gift ever for me as a pregnant person okay um it was the weirdest craving that I had. Was I just wanted boxes of dried apricots?
0: So, yeah, she gets the dried fruit. She's very upset about it, and Alan is just like, "Well, I thought you know they were it's fat free or whatever," and she throws it at him, um, or she throws some of the fruit at him because she still has more later, mm-hmm. uh, and then Topanga is like jumps in and tries to play the um what word am I looking for
1: peacemaker yeah
0: peacemaker. Good job. Thanks. And she basically is like, you know what we need to do? And Corey is like, no. And she says, why don't we all get together tomorrow and have a baby shower?
1: And Corey's just like, no. Like, it's Valentine's Day. It's about me and you. We're supposed to be going on a date. I made reservations a year ago.
0: And she says, "Uh, sometimes there are things that are bigger than me and you. And Corey says, what's bigger than me and you except for me? So he's, I mean, on par.
1: Yeah. But the self-awareness in this one, like, was good. Yeah. It was, this was the first episode that I was able to watch where I think it was Channing that was like, we need to take a step back and realize that like Corey's just being Corey. Yeah. And see it for what it's worth. This is one of those episodes that I was able to do that, but I also think a lot of it was because the directors and the writers made it so obvious right. that it was bad. I mean,
0: he made it clear, and then everyone around him made it clear. Mm-hmm. But so uh, Topanga basically jumps back, and it's just like, anyway. So uh, baby shower, and then you guys can go do something. And Alan says they'll go bowling, and...
1: Well, Alan wants to go bowling now.
0: Oh, okay. And um, they say, oh, and Eric, Rachel can come to the baby shower. And Eric says, great, because um, things have been a little weird since the incident with her and Jack. And me and Jack really need to spend some time together. So why don't we have a uh, card day at my place? And
1: and Alan's just like, yes, bowling today, cards tomorrow, I'm a man again. And they go to leave, but Corey's like, no. Like I'm, I'm doing the baby shower. I'm, I want to be part of this. Like if Topanga's doing a baby shower, I'm doing a baby shower because we should be together on Valentine's Day.
0: Well, and he says like, this isn't, this is our day. And Topanga says, as soon as the baby shower's over, we'll go to dinner. We'll, we, this won't affect our plans at all. And Corey's like, no, we should be together all day. It's Valentine's Day. We have to make up for last year when they were broken up and mm-hmm. kissing other people. And she. Basically says, no, like, we have to do this. I have to do this. And Corey says, well, then I'm running it. I'm going to put on the best baby shower ever. And they're like, you don't... Do you even know what baby showers are? And he's like, I I am king of baby showers. Like, ah, I love baby showers.
1: And so then they all go to leave. And Eric, you see him, like, double back and come around next to Corey. And he's just like, what do you know about baby showers, Corey? Corey's like, I... I never heard of one until today.
0: <laughs> yeah. So now we cut to the apartment where I wrote down apartment and Tanya said, are you writing Maker Outer? <laughs> uh, no, but I'm going to say it. Rachel slash Maitland Ward, Maker Outer. Mm-hmm. And I've never used that term before. And obviously it's self-explanatory. I don't need to explain it to you, but uh, it. It is so her. <laughs> like
1: It's so her, but also the two of them together. The chemistry is insane. Oh,
0: I think. I think.
1: They were in love.
0: Yes. <laughs> or they're, they're just. They're
1: both so completely and utterly gorgeous. Yeah. And all of what they were doing could not possibly be acted just acting right? no like
0: they pull away from me then again like they're doing the makeout thing where Rachel's entire mouth is covering Jack from nose to chin multiple times uh he's not you know uh uh opposed to it at all so and at one point they like come up for breath and he just starts like biting on her neck like this is a uh this is TGIF and Jack is biting Rachel's neck mm-hmm um, while she's trying to talk and she's like, we really need to talk to Eric. Like we should, we should stop doing this until and Jack
1: can barely talk. Cause he cannot breathe.
0: Right. He is out of breath. Um, and so they break it up basically because they feel like they need to talk to Eric and they should stop things until Eric knows. And they like separate completely. And then is it? Her-
1: Jack, I think says, well, just one more.
0: One more big one, I think.
1: Yeah. And then they go back at it.
0: Right. And then we cut. I mean, that was just, it was like the quickest little, all right, and back to the living room. Right. Uh, So we go back to the living room where they are having the baby shower now? I
1: think so, yes.
0: And um, it's not going well. Uh, I don't remember what. Oh, so, Guess the Mother's Weight yeah, is one so of the games. so Topanga
1: that- has grabbed a scale out of Corey's arms, and she's just like, no, we are not playing Guess the Pregnant Lady's Weight. And Corey's just like, why not? It'll be fun. There's prizes, woman prizes. I went to the bra store. And Topanga's like, oh, my gosh, this is a disaster. You can't do this.
0: And somebody says, I think it's... Um... Angela. Angela says, this is the worst baby shower I've ever been to.
1: Also, hey, Angela. We haven't hey, really Angela. seen you. That's right. And now we get to see you for two seconds. Yeah. Um. So he's like, no, no, this, this, is, this is great. There's more to come. And the doorbell rings. And he's just well, like, and, who and, could that be? And Amy
0: in the midst of all this says, I can't have fun. My son is treating this like a um this baby shower like a bachelor party and he's like who's at the door
1: oh i think doesn't topanga say that
0: maybe i don't know sure i this think is
1: topanga why you're, says it. this is
0: why you're talking
1: oh um so he goes to get the door and he's like it's the pizza i didn't order a pizza who ordered a pizza and it's a pizza guy standing there he comes in and and he has, like, a little boom box. He sits it on the table, and he's, like, very obviously a stripper, and everyone is just freaking out about it, but, like, not in a good way. Right. Like, in a, oh, my gosh, like, Morgan's eyes are being covered by Amy. Topanga's trying to shield her own eyes. Corey is living for the oh, he stripper
0: is, he is like grooving with the music just like oh yeah looked like
1: he was trying to like learn some moves and like the stripper like throws his shirt in Corey's direction and Corey's just like yeah mm-hmm. it's so funny i loved seeing how much he loved the stripper it was so good
0: but so um amy finally gets She's fed up. She kicks the stripper out. She's like, she picks leave up his pizza. Boom box,
1: hands it to him. is like you're done. And he's like, I've never had this happen to you before. She's like, Well, it's happening now. But you better leave the pizza. And he says, Oh yeah, lady, you don't need any pizza.
0: Stupid. Um, so he leaves. Uh, uh, Amy is uh, pissed at Corey.
1: Everyone's incredibly uncomfortable. Amy's just like, the party is over. Goodbye, everybody. So Corey starts like ushering people out the door and is like, it was so good to see you. Thanks for coming. And then he's like, all right, let's go get our Valentine's Day clothes on to to Topanga. And Topanga's like, what is wrong with you? You ruined your mom's day. I'm not going.
0: Mm.
1: And he's like, what do you mean you're not going? And she was like, your mom needs me. Oh, right. I'm not going. And he's like, but the plan, and she was just like, well, plans change.
0: And then it cuts to the apartment where it's guys day. And, mm-hmm. and
1: Eric and Jack are setting up. Um, they're setting up the table. Eric is excited about there being a guys day. And Jack is trying to tell Eric about him and Rachel,
0: but he's doing it badly because he's afraid of Eric's reaction. He's just like, Hey, you know, like we, you know, we've really been getting along lately. And, uh you know there's things we need to talk about like there's sometimes like best friends can have things where like makes one of them happy and 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 the other like your best friend should understand mm-hmm. And Eric is like dismissive of the whole thing. And as they're trying to have this conversation, Alan and and Mr. Feeney walk in.
1: And Mr. Feeney is just like glowing and jolly. He's like dancing into the apartment, and he's just like, "Hey, everybody! This is so beautiful. Is there a more beautiful time than February in Philadelphia?" And like,
0: he's like sing songy, just like, "Hello, oh, oh, my!"
1: Yeah, Um, and. Eric was just like, what is up with him? And Alan's like, I don't know. But he told me I looked spiffy. And Feeney is like, hi. He like mm-hmm. comes right up next to Alan. He's like, because you do look spiffy. Like you look so him. spiffy. Yeah.
0: Uh, and Jack goes, Eric, he's in love. And <laughs> Eric is like, Mr. Feeney, you can't be in love. Who are you in love with? Feeney. <gasps> Feeney and the Dean? Is that why she won't go out with me? <laughs> Eric is so good.
1: Yes. Um, so basically, Jack starts to explain what love is to Eric and Feeny because Mr. Feeny's like, I haven't felt love in so many years it couldn't possibly be. And then he starts, like, giggling <laughs> and he, like, goes and dances over to Alan again. And, like, he's just doing all of this stuff. And and Jack starts to explain again that, like, you can't help who you fall in love with. It's not a thing that you usually expect. And all of this stuff, like, trying to hint to Eric what is going on with him and Rachel
0: and then Corey comes in the door, and he's like, rawr, rawr, rawr. Uh, apparently uh, getting- They're like
1: it- ungrateful broads.
0: Yeah, and and I, I spent all that money on a stripper for my mommy, and she didn't even like it, and Alan is, like, standing behind him.
1: With the funniest facial expression on. Um But Corey is just, like, raging over the fact that, like, everyone is so ungrateful for everything that he did and the sacrifice of Valentine's Day that he made for them. And Alan's just like, wait, you ruined your mom's baby shower? Like, it was supposed to be a special day for her. And Corey's like, I don't understand why it couldn't have been, like, tomorrow. She's still going to be pregnant tomorrow. She could be pregnant next week. The baby's not due for six more weeks. I don't understand why it had to be today. And
0: then the phone rings.
1: Well, we also, we see at in the living room, oh, yeah. the girls all, Angela, Rachel, Topanga, and Morgan are Trying all around to- Amy. They're like, here's some cheese poofs. Amy's happy with the cheese poofs. They start giving her presents. Topanga gets her lingerie Mm -hmm. um, for, you know, to spice things up for after the baby.
0: Because after the baby, you're going to be so sexy that Alan's going to... Mr. Matthews is going to want to make another baby. If
1: Malcolm in the Middle got anything right, it was the dad's obsession with his wife being pregnant. (laughs) Like, husbands don't think pregnant women are unsexy. Right. Like, men don't think that right so anyway no but
0: i think it's pretty common for women to feel unsexy when they're pregnant um i i think i i know plenty of women who've been pregnant and have
1: mm-hmm. said
0: something like that mm-hmm. i can't i i always like i i make a point to be like you're growing a baby like this is crazy mm-hmm. don't worry about your belly, like, there's a baby growing a in you. There's a whole
1: human being.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't remember where I heard it. I, it was some podcast or something where somebody said, like, you're a human Gundam. And <laughs> that's my favorite shit. <laughs>
1: that's good. Um, um, anyway. So they are, you know, giving her gifts. Morgan gives her um, her baby sweater. Uh-huh. So I guess... Um, Morgan had had this sweater as a keepsake, like, you know, moms put together boxes with all the baby stuff in it and everything. So Morgan had this sweater and Amy's like, are you sure you want to give this up? And she's like, yeah, it's for our baby. And I'm not the baby anymore. And then Amy's like, you'll always be my baby. And she's like, no, I'm old enough now to realize that that is not true. And Amy is like, you know what? For the next six weeks, we are going to spend the next six weeks doing things together all of the time. And then her water breaks.
0: And then the phone rings at the apartment. We Mm -hmm. come back to the apartment. Phone rings. Uh, uh, Somebody says, whoever grabs it, Erica Jack, says, oh, it's Topanga. And Corey goes to take it. And they're like, oh, here, Alan. Yeah.
1: And Corey's just like, see, she can't live without me either. She needs me to be around all the time. And they're like, oh, no, it's for you.
0: And Corey, again, is like, how
1: could it not be for me?
0: Um, and Alan gets real serious, and he's like, oh, what do you mean it broke? You Can't you just, like, put it back? Fix yeah, it? He's like,
1: he's like, what do you mean the water broke? And Eric comes up behind him, and he's like, they mean,
0: shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're like, no. Uh, and he says, okay, uh, we're going to the hospital right now. And he hangs up the phone, and... Pulls everybody along with him. And again, Corey is upset. Mm-hmm. And we cut to the hospital.
1: Where they are all going in. And Alan's just like, I'm having a baby. I mean, my wife. And then Topanga has everything under control. She's like, she, over here. She was killing it. They are ready for you. Amy's on a the table. They're ready for you to go in. You just have to so scrub up.
0: He says, she, or she says, they're prepping for the C-section now. You want to get in there.
1: Um, and he's like, "You really took care of everything, like." And she's like, "Of course I did, Dad." And he's like, "Oh, I like the I like it when you call me Dad. Keep it up." And she's so happy.
0: She's so proud, and immediately Corey walks over and is like, "Wait, I- you you're focusing on all this again? Why can't it? Why couldn't you focus on us?"
1: And she explains to him. Like, she's doing these things for his family because they are going to be her family, too, Mm -hmm. which is incredibly important. Um, And he's just like, yeah, well, you know what the most important part of my family is? Me. And he's like, can't we even just, like, go get a cup of coffee or something? And she's just like, no, we're here for a very important reason. Like, we're going to wait. We're going to stay here. and We're going to wait. It is not about us. This isn't about us.
0: And Corey's like, everything's about us.
1: That's why we're getting married.
0: And then it cuts to the the newborn area, like the window, mm-hmm. and the, like
1: nursery window.
0: Uh huh. And Eric is like making faces at all the babies, and Jack and Rachel like are back behind him, kind of like talking quietly to each other. Like, did you tell him? And and Jack is like, well, yeah, I did. Kind of, sort of. This tried. is
1: such a soap opera moment. Is it? Yes. Yeah, so like in soap operas, you have something going on in like the forefront and they always pan over to like a conversation that's happening right behind someone that's usually about that person mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, I don't know. I always think about passions because that was like my favorite soap opera when I was a teenager. And it would be like... I don't know where Sheridan is. Like they'd be like talking about someone's missing sister while like the brother is standing like two feet away from them. They would be like talking about it like it's a secret. So that's, this was a soap opera moment.
0: Okay. Well, Jack and Rachel are having a soap opera moment talking about whether or not Eric knows. And Jack explains that he told him, but didn't really think it got through to him and doesn't think Eric quite understood and Rachel's like what do you mean how could he not understand and then it cuts to Eric like making like he's got his he's got face his nose pressed.
1: pressed up against the window and she just like turns around she's like oh i can see why you would think he doesn't understand
0: yeah and um so they kind of talk back and forth a little bit and Rachel says you know what you've been you've been best friends with him a long time um I'm going to go ahead and tell him because it won't be as bad as if if he's mad at me. And Jack goes, oh, thanks. That's, that's way easier. Yeah, for me. And she walks over to Eric and he like puts his arm around her. And she's like, Eric, we need to talk. And he's like, look at all these babies. And that's the one where baby Matthews is going to be in just a few minutes.
1: And he's like, I'm just I'm just meeting all the neighbors, like his baby's neighbors. And he's just like. Look, like, this is this is my best friend, Rachel, and back there is my best friend, Jack. Aren't my friends great? I just, they're so great.
0: And Rachel, like, is taken aback and, like, looks over at Jack, and she's like, best friend? <sighs> like, she's losing the nerve, and she's mm-hmm. like, listen, Eric, we need to talk. And then Eric's like, hold on, and he keeps talking to the babies, and then he goes, and and, and they are my best friends in the whole world, and they don't, I, I don't think they realize they're in
1: love, well and he says like they're here to spend this special day with me and i think they're in love with each other.
0: And then like he turns around and <laughs> gives them like a Willy Wonka look. I don't even know how to describe it's it. It's an
1: all-knowing look. It's just like mm-hmm.
0: like with his like that smiling. Noise. Uh-huh. That's his face. He makes that n- that face. Uh mm-hmm. like that's the noise that his face implies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it sounded like an inward fart.
0: All right. Don't get don't get dirty on our podcast, okay? Do <laughs> We keep it clean.
1: Yes, very clean.
0: Um anyway, so now we go into the operating room or whatever we call it, delivery yeah, room.
1: No, it's an operating room. That's which, what I, thought. I mean, a C-section is an operation. Yeah, true. Um that you're awake for. Right. Which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. So, like, the sheet is up, and Alan comes, like, barging. He's like, okay, I'm here. And they're like, the doctor, who, you know, obviously is the same doctor who has delivered his other kids. Um, He, like, Alan immediately goes to get behind the sheet, like, at the end of Amy's body. And the doctor's like, Alan, you're up there for this one. Like, you need to be on the other side of the sheet. And he's like, okay, so what do you need me to do? And he, like, moves over so that he's, like, near Amy's head and she's like well when you faint i need you to faint in that direction and he's just like what does that even mean she's like well you're going to look over the sheet even though i'm going to advise you not to do that and it might be a little bit rough and so they start the c section he immediately like looks over the sheet and he goes oh <laughs> like and he gets woozy but he yep. does not faint he
0: does not faint Um, and now we go back to the waiting area where, where Corey and Tapangard wait, do we? Oh yeah. So
1: Feeney is still like bouncing around, but it's a little bit more like subdued, maybe a little bit compared to the apartment, but he like bounces over to Morgan. He's like, you must be so excited, Morgan. Morgan is standing at the counter filling out paperwork. (laughs) Yeah. She's, like, got her mother's medical history and social security number. She is filling out that paperwork. And he's, like, you must be very excited. And she just, like, looks at him and takes her pen and pops the balloon that's right next to her.
0: Yeah. And then she, like, walks away. And then Feeney stays at the counter, by the way, for the rest of this scene. He has to finish filling out the paperwork. (laughs) I think he's filling out paperwork, too. Um, But... Uh, I don't remember what's going... Like, Corey and Topanga are still arguing and yeah. whatever. So... Same old, same old. Same old, same old. We go back to the operating room. Uh, the baby comes out.
1: hmm um, It's crying. It's a boy.
0: It's four weeks old.
1: Um, gets wrapped in a blanket. Alan goes over to cut the umbilical cord. He gets to hold the baby, brings it over to Amy, and then all of a sudden they're like... His breathing's irregular. Oh, my God, you've got to take the baby. And they, like, run out with the baby. And Amy's just like, wait, bring him back. Like, also, she is very alert for someone who is under anesthesia. That
0: baby is at least four to five weeks old.
1: So she's been under anesthesia. Like, she- the uh-huh. anesthesia's worn off because it's been four weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, that was not a six-week-old preemie for sure. Right. Um. But, so Amy's just like, bring back my baby. And Alan goes running after the doctors, I guess, to bring back the baby. Because they say, like, we're taking him to the ICU. It's just a precaution. But we have to take him.
0: So now we cut back to the waiting room. Corey and Topanga are still arguing. And Corey is, uh, Topanga says, and and Alan has said this earlier in the episode, Topanga explicitly says, you're being so selfish. This you're literally about to have a baby? Brother, your mom is giving birth right now, and you're making this about us. And uh, Corey's like, nothing is more important than us. And Alan walks in and is like disheveled mm-hmm. and distraught.
1: And everyone comes and like crowds around him, and he basically explains in a very, very like difficult manner that The baby is not breathing on his own. Um, He's on a ventilator and he's helpless and there's nothing that they can do. They don't know what's going to happen and he doesn't know how he's going to tell Amy that.
0: And Corey looks at Topanga with eyes of like, whoops.
1: Yeah, (laughs) whoops.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't like say anything. No. Um, And then we cut to Alan walking into the waiting room or to the to the.
1: To the hospital room. Hospital
0: room. Amy is like picking out baby names. hmm And Alan is like about to talk. And then it's like to be continued. Right. And that's it.
1: That is it. Tanya? Yep.
0: How do you feel about this episode?
1: I absolutely adored this episode from beginning to end. I enjoyed every single second of this episode. I have not laughed as hard at an episode in so long as I did at this one. Even with, like, the serious subject matter of, like, the baby being born and being on a ventilator and all of that, the performances in this episode are impeccable. Mm-hmm. Like, Eric is top-notch. Corey, irritating? Yes, but, like, if you're watching it the way that Channing told us to watch it... right. It's so obvious that the writers, the directors, they know who Corey is. Like, he is this on purpose. They're not trying to say that this is an okay thing. Like, Mm -hmm. it's obvious that he's selfish. It's obvious that he's causing problems. And it's obvious that Topanga wants to help the family and, like, be there for the family because they're her family. Corey's neurosis was annoying, but funny. Like, it's acted well. Right. Um, We had a good bit of Morgan. I will say, it's been a long time since Morgan wasn't neglected. So, like, that six weeks that Amy was trying to promise her wasn't gonna cover the multitude of... what? Multitude? (laughs) Multitude. I'm a cowboy. (laughs) The multitude of years that Morgan has been neglected. But... I don't know. I don't know that there's like much to say about it other than I loved it so much. How did you feel about this episode?
0: Uh I, I thought it was great. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um I, Corey does annoy me, but again, like I'm watching the episode knowing that. Mm-hmm. Um the like the, the 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 awareness that everyone had around him was so good. Like mm-hmm. having Alan like straight up tell him and, and uh, Topanga tell him. Uh, Morgan was great. Yeah, it, it was all great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, really. And now uh, we talked last week about how the Eric, Jack, and Rachel stuff was just like a throwaway last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this week they didn't get much more time, but what they did with it was so good.
1: We did miss a spot. What did we miss in missed? the episode? What did we miss? Eric, Jack, and Rachel are talking after Eric has said that he knows that they love each, that they're in love with each other. Mm. And basically they're trying to figure out what they're going to do.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. And
1: they say, we're not ready to live with each other yet. And Eric's like, um, you do live with each other, but I'm not ready to live with you guys as a couple yet. I'm going to move out. And that's the last we see of them.
0: That's true. I forgot. Sorry. Um, anyway, go ahead. Um, but yeah, it was all really good. And, and, rachel and and Jack were fantastic in there, like we can't be doing this, but obviously, oh, we want to so bad. Mm-hmm. And Eric and his omniscience is just so good. Um, yeah, that that was my favorite part. And Feeney was <laughs> just hilarious, like as he's like prancing around the kitchen and and, yeah. and Eric's joke about or not joke about this is that why she won't go out with me <laughs> about the Dean? <laughs> Uh, It was all great. I I really enjoyed all of it. It was well written. It was well directed. It was well acted. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway. Yeah, you're right. There really isn't much else to say.
1: This episode is very good.
0: It's very good and it's very straightforward. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and it does end in a sad and and a scary way. Mm -hmm. Um, I think watching it with, you know, foresight and, and knowing that everything turns out okay. Right. Helps. Yes. Watching that in 1999 would have been rough, like because you've had this laugh a a laugh a minute Mm -hmm. show, and then at the very end, it's like ah, fuck. Like it would just it would be terrifying, especially for anybody who's dealt with anything like that.
1: Yeah, and I do think it's really interesting because a lot of sitcoms were tackling. Something very similar at this point. And the one that comes to mind the most is Roseanne when um, David and Darlene Mm -hmm. have their baby. That episode is not funny at all. Like there there might be a couple like zingers in there that might be kind of funny. But for the most part, like it's like two episodes where it's very rough. I remember sobbing at the end after the baby is born. Uh, and david is in the hallway of the hospital and what i love about this episode this boy meets world episode is that boy meets world creates a balance so well Mm -hmm. they will balance something incredibly heavy with some of the best jokes you have ever heard in your entire life it's incredible and we've seen them do it throughout most of the seasons where some of the best comedy is coming on the heels of some of the deepest moments mm-hmm. so they do such a good job of balance and keeping it a sitcom
0: yeah agreed that's how I feel about the episode
1: I let you tell how you felt about the episode
0: um anyway yeah I think we're about done That's there isn't much to say this week except it was great um, yeah we appreciate you guys We do. Um, If you want to get in on the fun and talk to us about this episode, where do you go? Where do you Uh, go?
1: (laughs) You can find us on Twitter at BMG and BMW. You can email us at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. And then you can join our Facebook group. Just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar and you'll get approved and you can chat with us about Boy Meets World. Also, I just saw um, Ryder Strong post a thing on either Twitter or Instagram, I can't remember which one, about some kind of, like, Thanksgiving live watch with Trina McGee, um, and I can't remember which other cast members will be, like watching it at the same time and then doing a live Q&A after. What? But if I find this information, I will be posting it yeah. in our group because I think it would be so fun to be a part of that.
0: Yeah. And like we can all be a part of it. Like mm-hmm. that would be great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, cool. Let me know. Will Hit me do. up.
1: <laughs> I'll put it in the group and then you'll know.
0: Yeah, except I'm really bad at Facebook. So. Me too. Uh, so I might not know if you, if you post it.
1: Class, we're really sorry that we don't uh, Facebook well.
0: It's funny because, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, five, six years ago, um, I was just all about social media. Like, Mm -hmm. I loved it. And I really kind of burned myself out on it, especially as, like, I started podcasting and it became a necessity
1: well, it's like a promotional game, and then it's like well, an obligation. And and
0: more so, I was dealing with someone who was absolutely shitty about it, mm-hmm. um, and it made me hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, like getting messages in the middle of the day, like you didn't like that tweet about our our show, and it's like, fucking, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. So I think that that's probably, prob- probably part of it. <laughs> I'm probably part of that the That being
1: said, we love talking to so you much. all about the episode. Like, that is not hard for us. Right.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and I feel bad that I was good at social media then, but I I didn't have anything like this. Mm-hmm. And now I have this community and it's so fun to talk to you guys and and to hear everybody's different opinions. I mean, we had conversations last week about uh the different stuff about Chet and like Channing pointed out like something that I never even realized mm-hmm. as we're watching the episode. Like the the people in the truck stop didn't have any idea that Chet was as bad as he was. They weren't gaslighting. They weren't like intentionally trying to to make Uh, Sean feel better they Mm -hmm. were just telling him what it was like for them they saw this dude a few times a month for for a night or two and he told them crazy stories that they knew were bullshit but they didn't know like he was a bad parent
1: yeah that comment or that like that post was so like oh because we've watched this all unfold And, and I do think like we look at how it will affect the kid right, right. and so that was my first instinct was like oh my gosh like Sean knows he was being lied about like so, that sucks. But like to put all of that weight on these people who barely even knew Chet.
0: Right. So just having that like that discourse back and forth mm-hmm. in it's our amazing. Facebook group is so fun. And, and I, I appreciate it. And people are telling like people are opening their hearts about their experiences in life. And it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it's really touching. And it's a fun place to be.
1: It really is.
0: So I said all that to say I'm sorry. I'm shitty at Facebook. <laughs> anyway, anything else you want to say, Tanya? Uh,
1: no. Was that Channing or John Aspie that posted? That was Channing. Oh, okay.
0: John John also posted yeah. some stuff, um, which was also uh, really good. Really good. Uh, but anyway, yes, that's it. Everybody, go watch Critical Role.
1: Um, <laughs> oh we, yeah we've also watched critical role
0: <laughs> yeah uh it's it, i am in love with this campaign already
1: mm-hmm, me too
0: um so watch that and discuss that with
1: us oh please do they're not going to but if they did oh it would be so great
0: now's the time watch episode one and two and right now and...
1: there's only 12 hours of content
0: Mm-hmm. exactly all right that's gonna do it for us we're gonna go watch castlevania Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 6, Episode...
1: 16.
0: 16. Do good.
1: Class dismissed.